Audioversity, the voice of Reichman University. Film Fanatics. From the silver screen to your earphones. With Alan Azulay and Gal Balaban. Welcome back to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us excited, obsessed, and inspired. I'm Alan. And I'm Gal. We got a great episode for you because this week we're talking about the Oscar results and comparing how well we did on our predictions. Then we welcome our guest Arbel back to the show and count down our top five favorite romantic movies uh, in honor of our review, the newest adventure movie out in theaters, The Lost City. Let's start it with the big winner of the night in more than one way, I guess. Coda, like it we went, predicted it last week. It was three for three, like we predicted, uh, which is the first movie in like forever to to win with that little nominations, but it won everything and well-deserved. I mean, I'm, this is the happiest that I've been for a Best Picture winner in a while. Yeah, I was afraid they're gonna, they were going to give it to like The Power of the Dog or something. I know you like that movie. I but just, not enough to support it for Best Picture. I didn't like it as much as some did, but yeah. I liked it more than you. Yeah, 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 I definitely did not like it that much. But anyway, uh, it won Best Picture. We both got that one right. Um, director, we also both got right. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Yeah, uh, so she's the third woman to win Best Director. Only a year ago, there was one, and now there's there was two in a row. And fun fact, The Power of the Dog is now the first movie since The Graduate in 1967 to only win Best Director and nothing else. That is so weird. <laughs> uh, everyone thought she was going to win. We said she was going to win last week. She definitely deserved it. It was a very well-directed movie. But uh, it's like the only thing the movie deserves, in my opinion. Same. Uh, but like she has made some weird-ass comments lately. And uh, Speaking of weird behavior, do we want to address the elephant in the room? We can, we can. So, uh, Will Smith... Slept the shit out of Chris Rock last night after he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith. And then he goes hair. on to win the Oscar and people just cheer him on. It was it was very real. Like I didn't watch the ceremony live this time, but I'm in a movie chat and when people were mentioning that I wrote this is apocalyptic. Yeah, I saw a meme before I before I opened everything like I woke up because in Israel like the the Oscars were at 3 a.m. When I woke up I just saw a meme that was like the Fresh Prince is angry or something like that, and I was like, "Oh, he lost." That's what I'm. That's what my mind went. I was like, "Oh, that sucks," because I wanted him to win. Anyway, then I saw everything that happened, and I was like, "Oh my god, what? What? Why can we have one normal Oscar?" So you just asked me that question, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So how when I when I woke up, I immediately opened Wikipedia. I saw the winners were mostly what I expected, and I was like, "Okay, pretty good winners, nice Oscars." And then I hear about that, and I'm like. Why can't we have a normal Oscar ceremony? Yeah, <laughs> and everyone thought it was a joke in the beginning, so everyone was and laughing. And then he yelled. And then he yelled, like, and it was weird, but, like... I'm honestly glad that this is the year I chose not to watch it live. Also, the whole thing with them not televising it, I watched one of them on YouTube, like, the pre-recorded ones. It's awkward. Like, Yeah, for sure. Anyway, let's move on. We both also got it right that Will Smith was going to win this one. And deservedly so, he did a fantastic job uh, in uh, King Richard. He actually became King Richard in real life. But that, <laughs> he admitted that, it. That's a whole other thing. Okay, best actress, we also predicted correctly, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, uh, this is a not a very surprising year compared to last year. Uh, last Chastain, year sucked. 
Yeah, Chastain, look, she might have been my least favorite out of the performances in that category, but I'm more happy because I love Jessica Chastain. Um, it's a good performance. I'll admit it wouldn't have been my choice, but I'm glad that she, she got this recognition because I'm a big fan of hers. She has been putting in the work for years now, and she's a fantastic actress. So, yeah, she got her due. And Ariana DeBose, she, with Rita Moreno, joined the the club of people who have won for playing the same character, along with Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro in the Godfather movies, and Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix for the Joker. Only those three characters. Fantastic. Um, So Dune swept with six awards, which it's up there with La La Land for that many wins. And um, I guess I only predicted wrong that production design would go to West Side Story and then it went to Dune. And I also said that maybe it would get costumes or Power of the Dog would get cinematography. And that also went to Dune. You know, it's crazy. Um, Actually, everything that... um, That that Dune won I wanted it to win but I didn't think it was gonna win so I put someone else like production designer put Nightmare Alley cinematography I put West Side Story so like I wanted Dune to win both I just didn't trust it that it would so I'm so excited that it did but with all the categories that it did win I'm I think it deserved it I'm in support that's score visual effects sound editing cinematography and production design the one thing I don't like is the logic here is if you win six technical categories why shouldn't you also win directing let alone he wasn't nominated no i just the, don't get the the reasoning there no this was ridiculous he should have been nominated and won uh still this it, is not a job yeah. that can't be in at all i'm just saying like if you have all the best technical categories that should also be attributed to the director exactly he's a fantastic director i'm sure he's gonna win he'll soon. get his time because he's huge maybe dune 2 like a lord of the rings return of the king situation i would i would love that we're not even gonna talk about the weird like army of the dead uh, slash Zack snyder justice league oh thing. yeah so army of the dead won for the fan favorite film of 2021 over no way home and Tick boom and all the other movies that people actually loved and then Zack snyder's justice league wins the all-time fan favorite moment over the bullet dodging from the matrix the avengers assemble from endgame and the spider-man teaming up from no way home bullshit i mean come on i think it just reflects people who are active on twitter rather than the actual public opinion exactly okay so for our next segment i'm so so excited to reintroduce because she was with with us on season one when we talk about 10 things I hate about you and what's fantastic. She's one of my favorite people, Arbelle. Hi, everyone. How's everyone doing? So good to see you, Arbelle. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's cold. I was not expecting it to be this cold. Yeah. This studio it's is it's weird. weird in here. Yeah. Anyway, uh, today with Arbelle, we're talking about our top five romantic movies in honor of The Lost City coming out in theaters. Is that is that a favorite genre of yours? Like, do you like watching romantic movies a lot i love romance movies i think i have to choose between romance or comedy or musical anything anything like that but there's romance in everything so fair enough yeah even better is a rom-com musical i'm not gonna argue with that (laughs) that is a correct statement let's start with uh everyone's fifth favorite romantic movie with you arbel what is yours I feel like I had to add this one to my list because if I didn't, it wouldn't be a true romance list. And therefore, my number five is The Princess Bride. I mean, it's a classic. 
It's marriage. Marriage is what brings us together today. I love it. I love this pic already. I love that too. Uh, I saw it for the first time this year. Actually, I got him what? to watch it. Only I got this him to watch year? it, and we reviewed it on the show. Um, How many times so have you good. seen it, Arbel? Well, I mean, we had the DVD. It was on Netflix. I mean, I, more times than I can count, honestly. Oh yeah. I've, I've told I've said this on our episode where we cover the Princess Bride. It's my mom's favorite movie of all time. It's and therefore I've seen mom's it a favorite lot. Favorite movie That's and fair. grandma and daughter and great grandma and baby and everyone. Okay, so mine is uh Titanic. Oh, okay. Classic. Damn classic. It's a bit too long. Oh, I I know that. And um Sometimes it, it does get a bit a, a little bit melodramatic for my taste, but it is a damn classic. Uh, Leo and Kate are fantastic in this movie. Here's what I'll say about Titanic. I think as a movie, it's a masterpiece. 11 Oscars, amazing film. I just think it's been too long for me since I've watched it to have put it on my list, but I am looking forward to seeing it again. Mm. Mm-hmm. So what's your number five? Okay, my number five. I hope you guys have seen it. It's a really fun movie. It's called Notting Hill. I haven't. I haven't seen it either. Really? I've heard a lot about it, but... This movie would be right up your alley. So it's with Hugh Grant and Mm -hmm. Julia Roberts. She's a movie star. He just owns a bookstore. And yeah, it it goes pretty much how you'd expect from there. But the stars make it super charming. They have amazing chemistry in this movie. And it's from... I know Alan loves this writer. Richard Curtis who I think also directed it, who did Four Weddings and a Funeral and About Time and Love Actually. So check it out. Yeah, that man is a rom-com god. (laughs) I will. It's on Netflix. It's uh, it's on my list. My number four was a movie that I had seen so many clips of it on YouTube. And if you don't know it, you have to watch it because it's just like, it's it's lighthearted. It's fun to watch. It's She's the Man with, um, obviously I'm forgetting everyone's names, but Channing Tatum's hard to forget. And it's about a girl who um, dresses up and plays her brother because the girl's soccer team gets no funding. So she pretends to be her brother and she's the man and she plays on the boys' soccer team. I love that movie. I've watched it so many times when I was a kid with my sister. I get it. It might be a bit like weird today to like just sit down and watch it, uh, especially if you haven't seen it before. Yeah, I mean, now you look back and you're like, wait, tampons in the nose for the nosebleeds? I mean, wait, what? Yeah, that's I've a never weird seen this scene. movie. I'll just say it. I've never seen it. It's 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 a good fun time, but you will find it very weird. My number four is actually uh, maybe the sappiest one on my list. I freaking love this movie. Is the holiday starting? Uh, Cameron Diaz. Well, Kate, it's Kate Winslet. No, Kate Winslet. I mean, you're Wait. really on her. You're really on her vibe today. I Titanic, am. the holiday. And uh, who else is in the movie? Jack Black. Um, Another movie I've never seen. <laughs> Oh, I have never seen this Jude movie Law. too. Jude Law. Jude Law is so, so good in this movie. So pitch it to us. So basically the story, it's actually kind of unique. It's it's a rom-com, but it's like more on the dramatic side and on the sappy side, which mm-hmm. I love. And uh, it's basically 
two women they're like down on their luck they're played by like uh they're played by kate winslet and uh cameron diaz cameron diaz is like this rich hollywood producer or like music producer or something like that and she lives in like this huge mansion in la and kate winslet lives in this tiny city in uh in uh like in uh in the uk like tiny little town she lives in like this pretty little cottage and they're both like the i think they both get dumped or like they're both like really down on their luck and they register for this random site where you can change your houses mm-hmm. for like the 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 winter or something like that so like k wins like goes to the mansion in la they never meet and cameron diaz goes to the little chalet thing and it's just it's such a good movie and like you know i've heard a lot about this movie because of tiktok actually because everyone was just sick of being in their houses and they were like does anyone want to do the holiday with me and just switch houses with me <laughs> i so think they- i might have seen this on netflix but i don't think it like- is it's on netflix okay so till i saw the ad on netflix like a month ago i didn't know this movie existed uh number four for me is 500 days of summer it's a good choice. wow wow i haven't seen that in ages Same. Classic. i haven't seen them in it's so kind of a long. modern classic for me uh it's been a while since i've watched it but I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt in this movie, and, like, there's a lot of classic scenes. It's so charming, but also, like, kind of realistic in a way. It's not on my list because it's one of those that I haven't watched in so long that I, like, yeah. you know. Forget the plot a little exactly. bit. Exactly. So I'm excited to rewatch it. Like, oh, and they do the whole non-linear lar- narrative thing in a really creative way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. My number three is Little Women specifically the 2019 version okay good i was really hoping you would say 2019 it was when i first saw it i had not read the book and i had not uh seen any of the previous movies i came into it blind and let me tell you by the end the whole row it was like me my all my sisters i have three sisters my mom and my mom's best friend and we were all sitting there sobbing by the uh, end that's a good romance I think, movie you wanna hear, i was in the theater i think opening weekend uh i was like mom we gotta go see this uh it's greta gerwig saoirse ronan everything i'm pretty sure i was the only man in the theater but i was fine no with that. no i'm sure that there were so many girls that dragged their husbands boyfriends out to see this <laughs> but yeah um i i watched the the winona Ryder christian yes, Bale one me too after, ages ago after, i don't think it holds up as well as the new one no, because it's just an incredible cast. You have Saoirse Ronan, Timothy Chalamet, Florence Pugh. I don't want to say Florence Pugh. Pugh. Yeah. Uh, Emma Watson. I mean, come on. Uh, you can't really go wrong. Um, the story itself is incredible. And because my family were four, were four girls, like for four sisters, we so were like, really I'm more like Joe. I'm more like Meg. You're Amy. You're Amy. Anyway, if you don't, if you haven't <laughs> seen it, it wouldn't make sense. But you do not want to be Amy. That's a really good choice. Even though I haven't watched it, <laughs> I have rooted for Greta Gerwig to win director for this movie. Even though I haven't watched it, I, I wanted this. <laughs> I wanted this movie to win too. I don't. I don't think it won. It only won costume design. Yeah, just costume, which, which is like fine, I guess. <laughs> My next one, the main plot is about a romance, but it's a weird ass romance. So I'm gonna need you guys to, okay. to deal with it. Shape of Water. Ooh. Mm. interesting have you it, watched it arbel no no uh, it's when it's new right it's from 2017 17 it won best picture also and best director so shape of water is a film by uh, guillermo del toro it's um 
a film where a guy where a girl falls in love with a fish man uh like He's a fish man monster creature. wait so this is like fiction yeah it's yeah. fiction oh, okay yeah it's just one of the most beautifully directed movies i've seen like the forbidden love kind of angle because he's a freaking sea monster uh but like it's handled this in in not a corny way like it's just like really sweet and like the yeah. acting in this movie is also really good like michael yeah. shannon sally hawkins is fantastic in this movie. yeah um yeah it, it's a weird story but somehow del toro made it work like, but it's not yeah. for everyone. It's That's definitely just... not. I went with my family. Every single one of them hated it. It's funny because my mm. audience at the end of this movie clapped. <laughs> Gal, what's your number three? My number three is Moonrise Kingdom. Have you guys watched this movie? I have not. No. Oh, man. I've seen it like five times. Watch this movie. If you've never watched a movie from Wes Anderson, this is a wonderful place to start because it's where I started when I was 10 years old. I was pretty much the age of the characters in this movie. Uh, there's like... Two 12-year-olds in uh, in the 60s who fall in love and run away from their home and the parents are looking for them and the one of them is an orphan and the Boy Scouts are going after him too. Wait, I have seen this. You have seen it? I have. I have. I didn't know that that was the name, but I have seen this. I think when I was, uh, when I was home a few weeks ago, my sisters were watching it too. Yes, yes. So my sisters were watching it and I was kind of like peeping in, but... Great movie, I think. I, <laughs> yeah, I, think. Um, I watched it a couple of times. Um, I showed it to my parents; they didn't really click with it. But I feel like a lot of people could like this movie. Wes Anderson, yeah, there, he's really yeah. creative. My number two. This is on one of my like my top movies of all time list. Uh, my number two is Love Rosie, with Lily Collins and that other really hot guy. Um, is this Sam Claflin? Yes, it is. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the posters. That's how I know. Yeah. So this movie, I have wanted, since I saw it, to be Rosie. Like, I just wanted her life. And it's bad because, you know, like, she gets it's knocked bad. up. It's pretty bad. That's pretty bad story. <laughs> she doesn't get to fulfill all her dreams until very late at life. And then the guy that she's in love with is always right out of reach. And they're both in love with each other. And they don't even know it, even though they do know it. But they're never available crazy movie i wanted her life but now i don't because now i've moved on but <laughs> great it's i've really seen Collins. this i've seen this movie it is very good i've seen it on a date uh, on a date yeah like you're always rooting for her and everything is falling uh, apart yes, and like it's yes. it's so hard to watch this movie but it's Gal, so have you seen it so cute. i haven't seen it oh my goodness <laughs> i feel like now we're just learning so many movies to it's good list it's and good yeah that's it's what great. the show is about. It's great. But Love, Rosie, right now, tonight, tonight. Tonight. It's, it's a good movie. Number two, Alan. Okay, okay so my number two <laughs> movie is Casablanca. Uh, that's a no-brainer. Never seen it. But it's a classic, Ooh. no? It's yeah. considered one of the best movies ever made. I'd say check it out. Like It's it's not that long. It's an hour and 40 minutes. I'd say you should watch it at least once. It, this movie is fantastic. Like, honestly, it is so good. And again, I watched it recently, like less than a year ago, uh, for the first time. If I think you would like it, it's like very romantic, but like it's kind of like two long lost lovers reuniting, and it was meant to yeah. be, but they couldn't. Yeah, and they couldn't like, be together because of the war. Like it's it's a whole thing. I feel like, I guess like not everyone connects to all the '40s classics, and I think Alan's with me here. 
I don't think either of us loved Citizen Kane. Oh, but yeah. It's so boring. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> sorry, connect sorry to, film fanatics. I didn't really connect with Citizen Kane on like a personal enjoyment level. But this I really enjoyed. Casablanca. Awesome. Uh, Gal, what is yours? My number two is Before Sunrise. Uh, but the whole Before trilogy is uh, is terrific. There's a whole trilogy of these movies. Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight. Don't tell me you've never heard of them. I, think I have I, not. Is it the Bella Thorne one? What? No. That's this the... Is, the, the, the. <laughs> it's Ethan Hawke it was in all three of these movies I also thought it was that one <laughs> wait so what's the Bella Thorne That's a re- one that might be a remake oh I think you guys are thinking of Midnight Sun yes <laughs> That's which I've I- never seen because it looked me terrible neither, me neither no this is a movie from 95 uh, basically it, they all all three of these movies take place in about a day oh it's also by Richard Linklater it, should watch this movie it's Richard Linklater excellent director and all three of them got nominated for Oscars so in the first one uh, I won't talk much about the others because I'll just set up the original. This guy meets a girl on a train and one of them has a flight in the morning and he says, you know what, do you want to get off this train with me right now and just walk through Vienna until my flight? And they start falling for each other. I think they waited nine years in between each sequel and the actors were also two of the screenwriters on it. I think they're a really amazing experience. It no. sounds so interesting. I, I really want to check this out. Do you want to start with your number one, Arbel? I guess I have to. So my number one has to be Perks of Being a Wallflower. I mean, it's, it is like coming of age a bit, but the story and the romance and I felt for him. I felt for Charlie also because I read the book and the book was 10 times better than the movie. But Emma Watson. This is such a sweet movie. It's so sweet. That I movie made me cry I don't remember it very much. I should watch it. The whole movie it was incredible. It was funny. Yeah. It was Ezra heartwarming. Miller is in it. Oh, that's right. It's one of his first movies, if I'm not mistaken. I guess so. Okay, Alan, like, he kind of like passed it over to me what his number one is, so I know it. Yeah, you know it. It's, of course, it's about time. I put it in, like, one of my favorite movies, like, of all time. It's I think it's on my top 10 or 15 movies of all time. I love this movie so so much nobody else loves this movie as much as i do but i saw we talked about it on your all-time favorites i saw it about a year ago i really enjoyed it it's it's just such a sweet story like um have you seen it no oh i think you'll Please love it. watch it you, you will, will love it freaking it's, love it's this been movie. on my netflix this is for you for years good years for you. uh like i went to the movies with my dad to watch it and they have such a strong bond in the movie him and his dad and Tim and every man on his family can travel through time. That's the story, right? They can go into a closet, they shut their eyes, and they, they can go to a point in their life, only in their life, and relive a day, and, like, it changes the future if they relive a day and change something. Okay, I've seen the trailer a bunch of times. It's so it's good. great. You know, so, when you said that it has Rachel McAdams, I got really scared that it was The Notebook, and I do no. not like The Notebook. Me neither. I, I was yes. never able to watch it through. It was just not It's just, like, not really it. melodramatic. If you want to watch a good romantic movie with Ryan Gosling... It's depressing, but Blue Valentine. I've heard that one. That one won a lot of awards. Michelle Williams got nominated for it. What's yours, Gal? Okay, so earlier Alan mentioned unconventional romances. Mine is weird on another level. Her. Oh, that is weird. But it is a a wonderful movie. You're technically right, but yeah, it's a weird choice. (laughs) Like, 
it's such an odd movie, but it's so wonderful. The way it's made, the way it's... Arbel, have you seen her? I haven't. Uh, I would recommend it. Again, not for everyone. Does Scarlett Johansson but... play Siri in this movie? Yes. Okay. She, she does the voice here. Um, I've heard a lot about it. I've heard a lot about it. So Joaquin Phoenix plays this guy who, as you know, he gets attached to the voice on his phone. But it's also a movie about like his past divorce with Rooney Mara's character, who, by the way, they're engaged in real life. Uh, they're not married yet. They're being they're engaged for a long time. They're engaged or married. Uh, anyway, and, whatever. Like the way it's Celebrity shot, gossip the, <laughs> with Alan. <laughs> the way it's shot, the writing... I feel like something about this movie is just so um it's very like wondrous and makes you uh makes you really attached to the character even if the the story is very very weird it's ultimately very much about human connection and again the directing Spike Jones is the director and the writer he won an Oscar for this movie uh the scene where he has sex with her is very weird <laughs> What How? what it's, he sex. basically it's funny. he no it's it's weird. He hires like a hooker. I think he puts it on a headphone or something. And it's and, her voice. And but it's, it's her voice, then... but he's sleeping with like the hooker and like she's giving her instruction. I I don't remember. But Crazy. It's, it's, it's like, really weird. It's a borderline surreal movie, I guess. At least none of our movies involved incest. So, no. Game us. of Thrones is a show, not a movie. <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, Arbel, thank you so much for being with us again. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was nice seeing our very like different lists. But all of us at least hadn't seen a couple, and now we have some movies to take away here. I think this is the first time in the history of this show that not a single movie repeated itself on yeah, on the crazy. other list. And it's like three different lists. It's insane. A lot of diversity here, and I love it. Okay, so thank you so much. We look forward to having you again soon. Uh, maybe when a new musical comes out or a new rom-com that we're, all, we're really excited to talk about. Maybe we'll have you Catch again. me in like three years when the, when the new Wicked movie comes out. So. Oh, oh yeah, with Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're definitely having you for Mamma Mia 3. <laughs> okay, we'll see if that happens. But thanks oh, to you guys. It's happening. I'm willing it into existence. Good luck. Thank you. Speaking of romance movies... We went to the movies this weekend to see the number one movie at the box office, and we're going to tell you if you should see it. That's right, it's The Lost City. You led me straight to The Lost City. Now, prepare to die. There are just hundreds of snakes in this temple just waiting for us to show up. What? Why aren't they biting that guy? This is ridiculous. Delete. 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 Sandra Bullock plays a romance novelist who gets kidnapped by a crazy billionaire who believes that the city she writes about in her adventure novel is real and she he wants her to guide him to it and so her cover artist who is of course Channing Tatum goes after her even though unlike his character in the novels he has no real survival skills yeah this movie is so funny I really like this movie I had a lot of fun like it was so funny and like um like the 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 actor's really sold this movie they did a really good job because it is like sort of like a tale as old as time kind of thing like that you know we've heard it before with like adventure movies like they have to go find it and then the bad guys follow them through the woods like it's 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 a pretty like like standard like adventure movie it's like jungle cruise but good <sighs> sandra bullock she just did a really really good job with this movie like gross 57 out here looking 30 
Um, <laughs> my friend, my other friend who we went with, I said the same. And like Channing Tatum, I mean, come on. Also, <laughs> I mean, sexiest man alive. Yeah, from like exactly. 2014. They both like took a break from movies for a little bit uh, before this, so it's great to see them back. And Daniel Radcliffe, I'm always rooting for him. Uh, it's great to see him, even though it's basically the same character that he does in Now You See Me Too, a crazy billionaire, uh, spoiled rich, and recruits the main characters to get him something that'll make him rich. Miss Sage, I enjoyed your book about the lost city, and I believe you're the one who could help me find its treasure. I have to respectfully decline. I'm afraid I must insist. Channing Tatum is super funny. I really liked him in this movie. I guess it's very familiar. You can pretty much tell 100% where everything is going, but because it was fun enough and like borderline self-aware that it was so cliche because there's this element of the romance novels that's what made it enjoyable and sort of got the audience on its side yeah that's i think that's fair to say um can we also mention divine joy randolph who i thought was really good she was in a movie that we once raved about dolomite is my name uh, oh yeah you're right uh oscar nunez is so funny in this movie like he, he's not in it that much yeah, he's so freaking funny. Oscar from The Office, if you haven't Yeah, I didn't know clicked. his name till the credits of the movie. Uh, but like, yeah, like everyone did a really good job in this movie. Can like, we talk about Brad Pitt in this movie? Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's weird because he was my favorite so, and I forgot. He was my favorite also. He he has a, a nice supporting role. That's One thing is I think they should have saved it for the movie. I get why they marketed it, because it's Brad Pitt. I think it would have been awesome to see it in theaters, like a Channing Tatum and Free Guy, like surprise cameo. But regardless, I loved it. Yeah, that would have been great. Um, Brad Pitt was big in the 90s. He's still A-list now. Yeah, he just Man won an Oscar. It up. Man just won an Oscar. He has two Oscars in total. Like he, he, What I'm saying is he's just awesome. Is, is he your favorite actor? He's my favorite actor. He's your favorite all, actor? Of all time, yeah. He's definitely top 10. I don't know about... He's not my number one for sure, but he's definitely top 10. I love him. Any other words about The Lost City? No, I think it's really good. It was really romantic. So yeah, this movie really surprised me. I saw the trailer and it did not look like anything I would even want to watch at home just because I'd seen it a million times. I convinced you and the internet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the reviews were really good. So I was like, okay, let's check it out. And I had a lot of fun with it. It's not something we've never seen before, but... I'd even say go with friends or even a date to the theaters because I'd say it's worth go it. Go with a date. That, that would be the best. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week. Let us know if you thought the Oscar winners were correct or unjustified, if you thought something was robbed. And um, let us know what you thought of The Lost City and which romance movies we might have forgotten or which one's your favorite. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining. I'm Alan. I'm gone. Goodbye.